Hello, welcome back to another week of makeup, masking, and murder. Today I have a repeat offender. <laughs> We've got Andy. Wait, I'm the worst. What's your last name? Hey Ford. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I know your last name. I just spaced. Well, you probably just because you know Mackenzie's married name. Oh well, yeah. So. No, but I know it's Hayford. Is it Hayford or Hayford? Hayford. If you enunciate. Hayford. Andy Hayford, who I'm a jerk and just forgot your name, Thanks, even Abby. though I've known you for a minute. A minute, and yeah. So we recorded this episode when in April. Yeah, in and, April. And it was garbage. <laughs> and then it got lost. <laughs> Epstein himself took it. So, spoiler alert, we're doing Epstein, guys. I think, yeah, he totally, he's like, he, they, he heard it, and he's like, we cannot get that. So, mm -mm. it's like it's like when TikTok takes down videos, Yeah, we're going to redo it, and yeah. we're going to do it even better this time. Yeah, so, so Brad, you got to make sure to, like, t -t 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 like, put on all those extra locks. Encrypt it. Um, Encrypt it. I mean, he just sees us as too much of a threat. Hey, I have my ways. <laughs> okay. This will, Amazing. the message will get out. <laughs> Amazing. Well, any life updates with you? How are things? How's the Rona? How's work been? The Rona, yeah. So the when we originally recorded this, yeah. it was from, well, I was in a closet <laughs> yeah. in my apartment. And, and I was um, on Anchor and bad service. And it just... Um, so that was kind of, that was the very beginning of the Rona. Yeah. And then, um, I thankfully haven't been, well, I should take that back. I have been impacted a little bit. Mm -hmm. My, uh, daughter had it. So. Oh yeah. Mackenzie had it. Yep. So, yep. Um, I'm glad so we, uh, quarantined for a wee, oh, Two weeks, 10 days, 10 days and, uh, in a hotel. And oh really? Fun. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Yeah. She didn't tell me till after. Yeah. So she was like, so I was like, it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, glad she's okay. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit more about maybe a little updates in my life when I do my product spotlight. So, okay. well, do you want to do your product? Spotlight? I'll do my product okay. spotlight. Okay. So I am currently dating somebody and her daughter, Annie. So Annie, if you listen to this, <laughs> what's up? Um, she loves her, uh, I don't know what she calls it. Her her facial routines. She does mm -hmm. one in the morning and then the night. Routine. Skincare routine. Yep. Thank you. And she used this this product when so she'll she'll show me and Shannon mm -hmm. how to do a, our skincare routine. And she's been Cute. she puts it's fantastic. Yeah. She's, um, but she uses this product and I call it the blood mask. Oh no. Because it's called the ordinary <gasps> oh my solution. gosh what? she knows oh she knows she knows she she knows okay okay keep going so the first time she told like to do this she's like yeah. dripping it on her face oh kind yeah of, and it's like, terrifying looking it's terrifying yeah we should you should get a picture next time you guys I do will. it and we'll put it on the instagram okay. and so um it starts to like burn for just a minute mm -hmm. but it's like so what's it called? Tell everyone this is the ordinary um, peeling solution, mm -hmm. and it's there's the it's AH thirty percent plus BHA two percent, mm -hmm. but it's their peeling solution. Yeah. So the ordinary peeling solution. Which the ordinary I know I've talked about it a lot on here. Hey, it's eleven eleven. I know I've talked about it a lot on here, but it's such a good price point. It, they're like seven dollars for like yeah. serums. Like it's such a good budget friendly skincare line. 
very highly recommend. Like very good quality. So, so well, coming from a novice, knows nothing about it at all. I'll you know, but yeah. it and so this is one of the many steps that we do when we do our skincare routine. But amazing. I just again. Was, Wait, so do you do it? Oh, absolutely. I've done do you it. Love it. Yeah. You've done it a lot. You said I've. I've probably done it a routine. I don't know, once a week. Amazing, yeah. that's good. So your skin's looking good, thanks. glowing. It's the tan from Santa Monica. Oh, jealous. I need to go back to California. <laughs> I guess I'm moving there in two weeks, though. Um, well, speaking of the sun. Okay. So I, you know, I, like I had to go to the doctor yesterday and get all my freckles checked and make sure that I don't have like I have I have skin damage. It's not good. So guys, take care of your skin. There are other ways. So what I'm gonna talk about is Jergens Natural Glow that you literally just get this at Target. It, I swear my mom has used this since I was little. Like it's always been around, and it's the firming daily moisturizer, um, and it's just like a natural glow. It gradually creates flawless natural looking color. I get the fair to medium skin tone for me, um, but yeah, it's just like a really great moisturizing lotion, and then helps you build color but it's not the same as like when i put on another tanning lotion so i just like it good healthy glow i think it's like 8.99 for a bottle so very budget friendly as well you can get it at any drugstore or anywhere so nice good good summer summer seal no i'm worried i should get my freckles checked so. <laughs> yeah i know we all should look at that look at that wipe he's like your skin isn't producing oh. Anyways, I'm, but I'm cancer-free, skin cancer-free. I don't have any problems. So, yeah, great news. <laughs> so, we've been talking about doing this Epstein episode since the fall. Mm -hmm. And we just keep really not doing it. Nope. So, here we are. Fifth time's the charm, maybe? <laughs> um, I do want to preface, I think this is like a pretty, there's so much on Epstein. Like, this is, this is kind of like what we did with Susan and Josh Powell. Right. Like, you can go listen to cold and get so much more information, but like beginners slash just anyone who just wants to hear more random facts, like this is the place to be because we'll give you kind of the first outline. Don't you agree? Yeah, we're going to throw out some conspiracy too. Yeah. Yeah. We Andy's here. We've got to have conspiracy. That's right. Always. So I'll just kind of start outlining his life. Okay. Jump in at any point. So Jeffrey Epstein was born in Brooklyn, New York in 1953. He was said to have a pretty normal childhood. I don't know who really does, but nothing huge and traumatic. Um, he graduated high school at age 16 and then went on to attend university, but he never actually graduated with a degree. You said something about schooling, though, didn't you? Well, he I'm just, he went to actually uh, go on and actually teach school, and, and so that's what mm, I was going to talk okay, about. So. Okay, so that's where he began his professional career as a teacher, and he yep. worked at a private school for two years before he was let go of. Right. And and the interesting thing here is I think, you know, this is where he started to, I think, intertwine himself in mm -hmm. the, the, the rich and the famous lifestyle. And mm -hmm. because the school that he taught at was actually a very prestigious private school that, mm -hmm. that there was, I mean, it was for the 1% of the 1%, like it yeah. was, it was the, the, the top school. And okay. so that's where he started making those connections and started meeting people. And, and so... Yeah. Do you know why he was let go of? I don't. I feel um, like it's been kept very under wraps. Yeah, and, and you know, it could be, I, th I, I don't know. So I don't want to yeah, yeah. go off on that. So. 
Um, he went after that. He went on to be hired at the financial firm Bear Stearns, where he climbed the corporate ladder very quickly. And I also remember reading, I'm pretty sure he kind of got that job from like a connection mm-hmm. from this school. So it had to be, yeah. So four years into the career, he was made a limited partner. and then, But then one year after that, he was asked to leave for policy violations, which again, still remain unclear. Sus. Sus. <laughs> so who is this guy? Um, Vanity Fair columnist, columnist, oh my gosh, columnist, columnist, how do I say that word? Columnist. Columnist, oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yikes, Michael Wolff met him in the internet bubble in the late 90s when Epstein invited him and a group of scientists and media types to fly to a conference on the west coast in his beautiful 727, um, it was all a little giddy, Wolff said, there's a little food out, lovely hors d'oeuvres. Then after 15 to 20 minutes, Jeffrey arrives. This guy comes on board. He's my age. He's late 40s. He had a Ralph Lauren kind of look to him. Really good looking Jewish guy in casual attire. Jeans, no socks, loafers, button down shirt, shirt tails out. And then he was followed onto the plane by, how shall I say this, three teenage girls. They were not his daughters. They weren't adolescent. They're, like, 18, 19, 20, model-like, and they actually, like, towered over Jeffrey, which I'm like, yep, I can imagine. Yeah. And they immediately began serving things. Um, he said, I didn't know what to make of this. Who is this man with this very large airplane and these very tar- tall girls? Right. <laughs> he lived the life of a bachelor, logging 600 hours a year in his various private planes that he sc- as he scoured the world for investment opportunities. He owns what is to be said, Manhattan's largest private house, yet runs his business from a 100-acre private island in St. Thomas. A source recalled, he is this mysterious Gatsby-esque figure. He likes people to think that he's very rich. He cultivates an air of aloofness. The whole thing's just weird. His demeanor. So um, there's a couple of documentaries that mm-hmm. I've, I've watched, one specifically on Netflix. I and just they, started it. This, when they're interviewing him and they're asking him questions um, as part of a deposition, and just to see the level of smugness, that, so smug, where they're 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 asking him like, "Did you?" And we can talk about more about what led to this, but did you sexually assault girls or? you know, in this mm-hmm. place in Florida, in New Mexico. Oh yeah, and he's just like same answer, Sa- right? Same answer, right? And and just like. Just, but you can see, it's not even what he's saying. It's the just way the way he, he, he just looks like he's the worst. above the law. Like he is just, you know, nothing. He's, he's above everything. Like he, yeah. he's untouchable. And just, yeah. that's what I got. Just watching yeah. that and, and hearing just, you know, what he had to, at some points, what he had to say, he just thought that, you know, I'm untouchable. Yeah. So. Yeah. Narcissism. <laughs> Okay, Epstein was totally this accumulator of famous friends. I mean, he gained some measure of fame for flying around President Bill Clinton, actor Kevin Spacey, comedian Chris Tucker to Africa to tour AIDS prevention and treatment project sites. Clinton would go on to fly multiple times in Epstein's private plane in 2002 and 2003, according to flight logs obtained by Gawker in 2015. They also obtained and published his address book, which included, like, excessive amounts of politicians, actors, and celebrities. 
And honestly, it's amazing to me that these people were willing to continue socializing with him, despite his tendency to have all these crazy and disturbing ideas that they would bring up later on. But, like, one of them was that New Mexico farm. You know, he wanted, it was, like, said that he wanted to use his New Mexico ranch as a base where women would be inseminated with his sperm and would give birth to his babies. So if that's not human trafficking, then I guess I don't know the definition of that. Yeah. The idea was not secret. He would literally be talking about it at parties. Like, I have this great idea. I'm going to do it. Like, again, untouchable. He can do whatever he wants is what his mindset is. So he came into spotlight in March 2005 when the police, when a woman called the police in Palm Beach, Florida, believing her 14-year-old stepdaughter had been molested by a wealthy man. That, so. That's like what really. It's just to hear. So, again, to, to go back to the Netflix documentary and they're talking about and they're interviewing these girls mm-hmm. and they're you know going back to the, the earliest people they could find and and just to just to hear like their stories and how young they were and how mm-hmm. people had to know how young they were like there were the, n- the number of times that like they said that they just saw people like when they would come to the house and they'd come yeah. in that side door and there'd be like people working in the yard yeah like like why wasn't anyone telling why wasn't any, yeah, where or were the questions? Anything. Like, yeah. like when you repeatedly see young girls coming in and they're there for a small period of time, I don't know, I, I, I don't know. And, and they, that's the scary part of society though, that like as much as most of the world doesn't think this way, like a lot of people are like, money can make you do whatever you want. Like they have money, they have power, so I'm not gonna try to step on them. And I think there's a level of fear too, and and I don't yeah, know who absolutely. these people were and what he would have said to them or mm-hmm. what Jelaine, uh, Jelaine Maxwell would have said to them. But yeah. you know, these these girls they and also they were preying on the less fortunate or these people yeah. the people that were not necessarily in poverty, but they were living in mobile homes and they were mm-hmm. living in trailer parks and like as know, victims or people working with them. Uh, sorry, the the victims. So okay. the, the young girls, okay. like you know, they were they were coming to those girls who are like because. Oh, okay. Part of the story, like how this got started, is basically he would invite, or he would want young women to come over and give him massages, massages right? Massages, yeah. And then he would, um, you know, ask them to, he'd come in there, he'd lay on the massage bed, and he'd ask them to take their clothes, clothes off, off. And, and then um, then their underwear off. He'd, yeah. And the way that he, you know, he said they kind of just like, he would take, okay, well, if they're willing to do this, you know, mm-hmm. can I get them to do this? Or I'll give them more money if they do yeah. take all of their clothes off. And then, you know, but $200, like to, if you listen to some of these girls, that that's what he would pay them. Like that's how they have paid for Christmas. Yeah. That's how they paid, paid for some of the bills for their parents. Like, yeah. And so um, it's, that that was the, the, I think one of the more sickening things to me about this, at least in Florida when he was mm-hmm. there, is that he was, you know, pr- him and... Uh, Miss Maxwell were were preying on these young girls, and they See, knew and it. They were, that. yeah. That's and, so gross. Yeah. So, um, and and to hear some of these girls, and and then they even got the girls. It even they got some of those girls to start recruiting other girls, and yeah. then they would pay. She, he, they would pay that girl for the number of girls that she would bring in, and they. I think it was just finding the right girl to do it who was in a situation where she needed the money. Mm-hmm. It's just so so, so disgusting. disgusting. Well, and young enough that they're like, oh, we, I don't know. 
So that tip led the Palm Beach detectives to investigate, and they identified multiple girls who said Epstein had abused them. The FBI went on to prepare a 53-page sex crimes indictment for Epstein that would most likely and should have sent him to prison for life. But good old Jeff, being the manipulative psychopath that he is, cut a deal with Alexander Acosta, the then U.S. attorney in Miami. Epstein's deal, called a non-prosecution agreement, granted immunity to any potential co-conspirators, meaning that if any of his powerful friends were in involved in his crimes they would face no consequences but the thing is this is like the worst part is that the deal was kept secret from the victims so preventing them to show up in court to try and challenge it yep this deal allowed him to serve just 13 months not in federal or state prison but in a private wing of palm county palm beach county jail and just like reiterating instead of a life of prison he pled guilty to two prostitution charges in the state court and served a year in Palm Beach Jail where he was allowed to leave the facility six days a week, 12 hours a day on work release privileges. So he basically just got a free place to sleep? Like, well, not even, well, free to, free to him, even though he had all the money, but yeah, taxpayers like, are paying that, right? Yeah, That's it. But yeah. Um, again, another example, in my opinion, of him above the law, right? Like mm-hmm. he is literally like, you know, okay, I've, this is my slap on the wrist, you know, I'll deal with it, whatever, instead of, you know, I don't know. So it's just, yeah. it's, it, that's, that, that non-prosecution agreement is just ridiculous. Yeah. Rumors swirled, but overall things settled down for about 10 years. And then, oh my gosh, this was like a year ago now. Yeah. <gasps> This is right. This is the right time that we're recording this. <laughs> it's the one-year anniversary. Okay. July 6, 2019, Epstein was arrested at the Teterboro Airport in New Jersey after arriving on a private flight from France. He was charged with sex trafficking and sex trafficking conspiracy. He faces a combined maximum sentence of up to 45 years in prison if convicted. Next up. July 23rd. We've got the first possible suicide attempt. Also, feel free to jump in at any point. Go for it. it. Okay. Epstein is found nearly unconscious in his jail cell with injuries to his neck. It was unclear whether they were self-inflicted. And honestly, if they were like a legitimate suicide attempt or just a cry for help, maybe just trying to get out. Right. Or if he had been assaulted by another inmate. Uh, There we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Though officials reportedly believe the incident to be a suicide attempt, they couldn't rule out a potential attack. So he's not transferred to a hospital, remains at the correctional center, but he's placed on suicide watch and given daily psychiatric evaluations. Late July, a few weeks later, he's removed from suicide watch. And after a week of daily evaluations, he is taken off watch for reasons that weren't really available from the beginning. Oh, honestly, not really now, let's be honest. But right. former prison official Jack Donson told the Associated Press that Epstein's removal from the suicide watch would have been half, would have had to been approved by both the MCC's warden and chief psychologist. Which there are so many... This would have had to happen in this story. Right. Well, then, you you know, we get into the actual suicide itself, right? Like, mm-hmm. the guards on duty weren't normal guards. They were yeah. on overtime. Yeah. And they fell asleep. 
Yeah. And somehow, mysteriously, during his first suicide <laughs> attempt, the cameras weren't working. Yeah. And, you know, There's so... There's so many... Coincidences. Coincidences. Right. So here we are, August 9th, Epstein's final day. Wait, this should come out August 9th. Okay. Man. <laughs> Thousands of documents are unsealed in connection with a defamation case against a woman accused of recruiting underage girls for Epstein. And who is that? Jelaine Maxwell? Yep. Yep. The document dump revealed dozens of high-profile individuals who partied or flew with Epstein on his private plane and included allegations of impropriety against several of them, including prominent Democrats, former um, Maine Senator George Mitchell and ex-New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson and Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew, Duke of York. After being taken off suicide watch... He was not returned to the cell that he had shared with an ex-cop awaiting trial on murder and drug charges. Um, the reason that they moved him was not immediately clear. And the identity of Epstein's second and final cellmate at the MCC was not disclosed publicly. Has it been now, though? No. No, it still hasn't. But at some point on the Friday before he died, his cellmate is moved to a new location for Again, an unspecified mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. You were going to say it at the same time. Jinx. <laughs> Epstein reportedly is not assigned another cellmate and is alone in his cell for the remainder of the night and the next morning. It it was, like, very unusual. That he very unusual. Like, very. Yes. So, August 9th to 10th, it was reported the guards did not check on Epstein for several hours, even though standard procedure requires physical checks every 30 minutes. Right. Two correction officers, one of whom is not employed as a correction officer, but is permitted to serve as one. Um, and my understanding of that mm-hmm. is that they were short-staffed. And yeah. so they needed people that are not normal corrections officers who maybe serve in other functions of the mm-hmm. jail or prison to cover shifts. Yeah. And so that's what one of them was. Not to say that he wasn't a guard, but he yeah. was not that normal, his normal job. Yeah. Um, both of the guards assigned to Epstein were both working overtime, as you said, at the understaffed lock lockup, and one of them was working a mandated shift, whereas the other was amidst of an eighty-hour work week. Nuts! So tired just thinking about it. August tenth, Epstein's found dead, unconscious in a cell, and is later pronounced dead at the hospital from what was reported to be an apparent suicide. This is this is where you come in. This is your moment to shine. Okay, let's do it. So thoughts. Um, I'm gonna start trying to sew a thread through okay. through this thing. So, okay. um, Epstein for his entire like entire adult life mm-hmm. was again I've said it a few times was thought he was above reproach. He was above the law. He yeah. was untouchable. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it from recruiting 14-year-old girls to come massage you and other people that you knew and... Even to, little things like he had literal nude, like, not not like tasteful nude paintings, like nude photos of women hanging in the, like, halls of his house. Like, who does that? And it's just like, yeah, this is chill. Like, yeah. no one's going to come over and think this is inappropriate. Well, one of the girls that he was one of the first girls that uh, kind of he recruited or mm-hmm. at least documents, but it's known to be documented is was a 
um, a painter at, or she was the, her, she was an artist. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And he went to, um, he was at the New York School of Art, mm-hmm. and she um, had some paintings of nude nude yeah. women or, um, and so he. You know, I don't know if you watched that part of the, the documentary, but she sold, or she was, she had sold all of her paintings to somebody else, and she was as a, as a student, kind of <gasps> their final thing. Oh yes! And she came to, and and the, but Epstein came and talked to, I think it was the director of the school or whatever, and she's like, no, you're gonna sell these paintings to to this to for to like this ten grand less. Yeah, for, I think it was half of what she had yeah. originally gotten, and she's like, no, she's like, yes. You and he are. was like, we'll make it worth your time. Exactly. Ew, ew, ew. Ew, ew. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, again, he was, and again, this is, you know, my, he, he was thought he was above the law. He thought he was yeah. above everything. And he'd made really, ri- really rich friends, really influential people, political, financial. One of his first kind of, well, his biggest client, at least, that we know of was Leslie Wexner, mm-hmm. who owns the limited brand. So obviously, most popular is Victoria's Secret, right? Mm-hmm. So billionaire, billionaire, billionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, so he started there. That's where he got a lot of his. Then he started like you've you've talked about the Clintons, right? And mm-hmm. and we can talk about every, you know the 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 big conspiracy theory of, of the Clinton body count, right? So mm-hmm. interesting. I mean. So we'll come back to that in a minute, but there's the conspiracy that don't piss off the Clintons, right? Yeah. Because you're um, going to end be on up. on the Clinton hit list. I think we're to 51 now is is, is where we're at. And um, that's. Uh, well, and that's specifically suicides. There's s- others. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Last count I had was 119. Okay. Oh. People Brad. that are connected right. with the Clintons. Okay. So. Not that I follow it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, do you need to be a guest soon? Do we need to talk about this? Well, I need to refresh some of my you know, <gasps> things here, but you never know. Okay. <laughs> and so the Clintons were very powerful. Mm-hmm. They still are. Mm-hmm. And um, Prince Andrew, mm-hmm. um, Alan Dershowitz, a very prominent attorney. Um, the list goes on. Our, our commander-in-chief now. Donald Trump, and oh. even in um, in they became close in 1988. Him, and President Trump. Um, in 1992, you see them together. There's a video of them just hanging out together. Even as late as 2002, Trump was asked about Epstein, um, kind of as the first kind of charges and all. There was some rumor stirring, um, and he quote unquote called Epstein. He or said that he's a terrific guy. And we all know, political associations aside, there's been a lot of concerns about President Trump and his misogynistic behaviors and how he's talked about women in the past. And yeah. so I think, you know, you start putting the pieces together. Oh, like, yeah. you know, there he had, again, people had to be aware of this. It wasn't something he was hiding. No. Um, he, and that's the thing. He didn't seem like he was hiding it. Like, he's got these random reporters on a plane with him. And he's like, yeah, I'm bringing all these girls on for you to see. Right. Like, he's not hiding right. his lifestyle at all. No, he wasn't. Um, I think, you know, from his perspective, he was, I mean, in his sick, twisted way, I think he was, he thought he was 
doing a favor to society in the long run when he talked about, you know, repopulating. Right. Correct. And so anyways, as I get to kind of more of my suicide, quote unquote, that he he committed, but the, yeah. the conspiracy behind that, I think, you know, I want to make sure that he had very powerful people in, in his yeah. pocket. And they and I think what these people, some of these people, I think, were participating in same of the same behaviors or some of the activities that Epstein was. And I think, you know, all the way from Governor Richardson in New, <clears throat> in New Mexico, President mm-hmm. Clinton, um, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. all these people were involved in some place, be it New Mexico, Florida, Virgin Islands, wherever he had his ranches mm-hmm. and, and properties, New York City. Yeah. Um, so he, he knew a lot about a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, well, obviously it caught up with him. It caught up with him in Florida. He didn't learn his lesson there. He got 13 months living his, you know, his sentence in air quotes, right? Yeah. He didn't learn from that experience, you know. Um, so it caught up with him again. And um, I think he knew it was like he wasn't going to get out of this one very yeah. easy. Yeah. And he was going to have to name names. And so, okay. and so interestingly enough, just... In the last few weeks, Jelaine Maxwell, his associate and longtime, again, quote unquote, girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, was, I don't know if captured the right word, but she was taken into custody in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And um, a funny story I was reading about that is that when the FBI agents came to, they, um, she wouldn't open the door and she ran and hid. Mm-hmm. And they found her with... A flip phone covered in tinfoil. Oh. <laughs> okay. Like she thought that that was going to, you know, protect her from being just tracked. Just barely. Yeah, just like with the, yeah oh, when she got wow. when she got taken into custody. Yeah. Okay. And um, but she was. They said that when when I read that she was living a very almost posh lifestyle in this house in New Hampshire, in the kind of in the middle of the forest, and mm-hmm. um, but we talk about her now. She is in the same facility that Jeffrey Epstein was in. Yeah. Like, I don't know who's running the DOJ and the BOP, but, like, (laughs) you guys have got to be smarter than this, right? Like, you cannot put – I know that her case is in New York, and that's where she's being, but you've got to take her to Rikers Island, take her to somewhere else. Don't Mm -hmm. put her in the same detention center that Epstein was in. Like it's this people have the, the same point, access, right? right? That's the that's point. That's the point. Is yeah, they're they're doing it on purpose. And when you, when you say they, who do you mean? Everyone. Well, I think that they, in my mind, is the people that Jeffrey Epstein was. You know, yeah. the same. So. Well, it's like to me, I'm like, okay, it's like the people of power, like okay. that we're talking about, like the yeah. Clintons, the. Prince Andrew, you know, all this, but then they're working with the people locking her up, right? Sure, absolutely. Yes, that is exactly the point I wanted to make, is that that they are, so they, or the people (laughs) in power, so, you know, we can, you can be, you can call it the Rockefellers, whatever group you want to associate a crazy name to, but like people that have the power, absolutely, they're going to like, okay, you know what happened to Jeffrey. Yeah. You name names, the same thing's going to happen to you. Yeah. And Do you think they put her in there to scare her? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Snitches get stitches. You know <laughs> this. And so they know. She, she's she got to know. Like, it, it just, there's, 
there's no reason why you would put her in the same facility on the same case on yeah. the same, and knowing what ha- what happened to yeah. Jeffrey is like it's to me it's just so like a middle finger to everybody like mm-hmm. we're just going to do whatever we want cuz we don't want the truth to come out. Yeah. Conspiracy part of the conspiracy well that's conspiracy we'll call that one number 1 like number I one. just think that like there's zero reason why you would put her there. Yeah. Put her in another facility that's not that facility that they don't have like people don't have access to or that those they have access to. So um but let's talk about Epstein and what happened to him. Yeah. Um I So yeah, did Epstein commit suicide? Absolutely Andy? not. <laughs> no, in no world did no, he commit suicide. No world did he commit suicide. Why didn't he do why didn't why weren't there any noted documented attempts of this before? when he was going through his charges and stuff before it. Granted, he wasn't in prison while he was going through that. But if, you know, why, why was there never been any documented or any discussion about his mental health prior to this? I think, I also think like, obviously he's a narcissist and I think it takes a lot for a narcissist to commit suicide. Right. Because then they'll be damaging themselves. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I just, I really struggle with the idea that he had two suicide attempts. And um, so I believe that he was going to squeal like a little pig. Mm -hmm. He was going to name names. He had, I'm sure he's somewhere in some place. And we can look at our, uh, a week ago, when I sent you that TikTok. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like a week ago. There, there might be a secret vault on an island mm-hmm. where he's storing weird. information. It's so weird, huh? It looked like a, looked like tennis, a tennis court, court from, a, from like a from straight above, on vertical. Straight right. down. And then they went and they rotated to like a 3D, 3D horizon. And uh-huh. it was like a little hill. It's the weirdest thing. I'll have to post that TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. And so maybe he's, I don't know, maybe there's some, some information stored somewhere that he's yeah. had information on people right well again narcissist he doesn't care about anyone but himself so why wouldn't he on all these people like i'm sure like he's had the little black book he he has so much information just written up every time someone's wronged him i'm sure he's written it up so like i can use this against them for myself yeah yeah um i think they they so the clintons prince andrew like these are ridiculously influential powerful people like and um, they they knew it either through recordings in the jail between mm-hmm. him and his attorneys, because while he was in jail, he had someone from his law office because you can have attorney visits mm-hmm. in jail, and he would just do it like all day. They would have they would have a, like a paralegal or someone there all day just in there talking to him, so he didn't have to be in a cell all day. Yeah, and. Somewhere along the line, I mean, they ha- and then I think these people are not dumb, right? Yeah. The, the these powerful people that we're talking about are not dumb, and they. Well, it takes one to know one. <laughs> They're doing the same shit. Yeah, like. they are, and so they knew that he was going to squeal. They knew that, like, okay, he's facing forty-five years. He's already he's in prison. In the past, he hadn't been in prison. Mm-hmm. Like, we are going to lose control of the situation yeah. if we do not do something. Yeah, and I think the first time. There's something happened, right? Some someone came by who wasn't supposed to. The first suicide attempt, something happened, right? It didn't yeah. work. It didn't work, and they they tried their hardest to 
to get it done, but it didn't happen the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the time the camera went out, right? Yes, supposedly. Okay. Like, it wasn't working. Yeah, so, of course. Um, so I'm going to jump forward a little bit. There was um, the Epstein's brother hired a his own forensic pathologist to do an autopsy of the body after the the state's mm-hmm. medical examiner. So um, his name was Michael Baden. He was a forensic pathologist hired by Jeffrey Epstein's brother. Um, that that and they said this the financier had been had and he said that that pathologist so Michael Baden said that that Jeffrey Epstein had been strangled. Okay. Um, and he was formerly, he was, uh, had previously been a New York City medical examiner, and he told, he said this on Fox News, that Epstein's injuries are extremely unusual mm-hmm. in a suicidal hanging and could occur much more commonly in homicidal strangulation. Oh. So the medical examiner for the state ruled it as a suicide, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's just, it's obvious he was in prison, for, he was going to get 45 years, all yeah. this stuff was going to come out about him. We're just going to, that's really what it felt like. And so, um, also Epstein's death was the first death ruled by suicide at the MCC mm-hmm. in New York in 14 years. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Michael Baden and 60 minutes have questioned of Epstein who was almost six feet tall. So I'm, I'm six foot. Yeah. Brad, how tall are you? You're, you're six, two. six, two. Yeah. So we're taller guys, yeah. right? I th- yeah. You know, and Weighed 185 pounds. How he could have physically been able to hang himself from the lower bunk. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's what I don't get. I'm like, how would that even work? Those aren't high beds. Like, and it wasn't, yeah, it was from a bunk. Right. Where you can easily, easily touch the floor. Yeah. And, um, and the photos have been taken after the death also show bottles and medicine standing upright on the top bunk. A former inmate of the MCC described the sheets as paper level, not Mm -hmm. strong enough. So like, we're talking about like to hang yourself yeah. with a sheet, and That's these paper level, like paper level th- thinness yeah. and quality. Um, and also, uh, Michael Baden questioned why Epstein didn't use other materials available in the cell as a lig- as a ligature, so something to mm-hmm. to strangle, such as wires and tubing from a sleep apnea machine, which are stronger and longer. Oh yeah, why wouldn't? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, right? Like yeah. Um, I think, you know, they saw, I, I think they, whoever's, whoever we want to put in that group, yeah. saw an opportunity. These, they, I mean, it could have been simple as like, okay, these people are asleep. We have an hour. We can get in there and do mm-hmm. it and get out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these people aren't supposed to be in here. Like, I think it's, you know, and this is what they they came up with in an hour or whatever that time but period do you, was. But don't you think they like conspired with the prison people? Well, they, like, they, there they, was somebody inside. Absolutely. Yeah. They had to know. And it could have been as simple as another guard it could have been as simple as another inmate yeah that i mean it would have been difficult knowing like if he was in his own cell how somebody would have known but someone had to know absolutely they conspired with somebody inside yeah um there um so again i there's no there's again i i'm going to use the susan powell case as an example right my conspiracy Go listen yeah. to episode three. If so you ha- good. If you haven't listened to the episode yet. I want to go listen to that. <laughs> um, there is no evidence of physical evidence, in my opinion, of, and again, I'm not an expert, mm-hmm. um, but there's no, with, with the exception of some minor, very minor blood that even the police say could have come from a bloody nose or something like mm-hmm. that or sneezing, 
there's no physical evidence of Susan Powell's body or yeah. death. Like, and again, Josh Powell is not that smart. No. Not that smart. But again, a guy who thinks he's above a narcissist, everything. right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and they get sloppy. They, but right? Josh Powell didn't get sloppy. If, if he did it, he wasn't sloppy. He was like, look at again. He there was no physical evidence in the van. There was no physical evidence in his brother's car, even though they found it junked in that junkyard mm-hmm. way later. They couldn't. Well, that's that's my point, though, is you believe that he didn't do it. Right. So I think if you're right, then that's very on brand that if he would have done it, he would have. He would have messed up yeah. at some point. Okay. You know what I mean? I follow. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I think here there is no evidence to me that Epstein would have killed himself. There's no reason why. Every time to this point, he had he had gotten out of it. He'd gotten a slap on the wrist. He'd been above the law. He'd been yeah living his best life. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, there was and there was with the exception of him being incarcerated, there was no reason really for him to think that anything was going to be any different. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think his as again his behaviors, as if you want to call it narcissism, whatever mm-hmm. it was, he he genuinely thought, oh, th- I'm going to be fine. Yeah, I'm going to be just fine. Yeah. And, like, I still believe that was the case. I mean, he was doing it up until the time he was he was, me, he was paying paying someone to be at the jail to talk to him in attorney or in a, as an attorney visit. Yeah. Because he just didn't want to be alone, or he you know he just want to sit in a cell all day. Like, yeah. he he really genuinely thought so. I don't see a reason for him to do that. I don't see a reason for him. Like, I think he had. He he might. I think he realized at some point he's like, I'm gonna have to talk. I'm gonna yeah. have to name names, and that's when it got too much for they, the powers that be, Clintons, Richardsons, Prince Trump. Andrew, Dershowitz, all these Hollywood people. Right? They they're like, hey man, we got we got to take care of this because we're gonna. He's he he. I'm sure somewhere there are videos of people coming in and out of the house. Like he had someone, one of the girls that he recruited was literally checking people in and out of the house in New mm-hmm. York City. Like mm-hmm. someone was keeping a log. Mm. Where the hell are those logs? Yeah. Where? Well, where did the black book go? I don't know. Did it just vanish? I haven't seen, I think I think some of the stuff may be in evidence. They haven't oh, probably okay. released it yet or, or talked about it, you know, but... Um, but there's got to be like he was too smart. He was smart. Yeah. And so there's got to be video somewhere. There was hidden cameras places. Like mm-hmm. these people weren't just gonna show. You know, he he he's got it. He's got there's it's somewhere. Yeah. And maybe Jelaine Maxwell knows where it is. Yeah. And now she's gonna sing to the to the authorities to get herself off. And I just keep, she better be careful. I just keep waiting honestly for the headline of she, her <laughs> committing suicide in prison. Like, right. are you not? Oh, totally am. Yeah. But. It, what if to that me, like by the time this comes out, oh my gosh, I'd... chills, <laughs> literal goosebumps. Oh my gosh, that would be so such a rabbit hole. Okay, so, um, I don't think he's still alive. I think there's some conspiracy theorists out there that he masterminded this whole thing, and okay. the the reality is, is like it's possible. Yeah. But there's been an autopsy done by people, right? Like there's like multiple, right? And you can see stuff where people like do a side, you know, they have the a ear. video, the ears or whatever it is. And they're like, that's not the same earlobe. I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's a stretch. It's, it is a stretch. And I'm not saying my conspiracy theories aren't stretches, but I don't think this one is though. It's less so than 
The Susan Powell. The Susan Powell one's a stretch, guys. It's so interesting. Go back and listen to it. Episode three. It's it's a stretch, but it, you had me questioning my own thoughts on it. Okay. And so he he was definitely – he's I think he's dead. Yeah. But I don't think it was at his own hands. I think it was yeah. masterminded, and he was killed because of what he knew and what he was going to do with that information. Yeah. So there you have it. Well, amazing. Well, guys, what do you think? I mean, I feel like it's pretty rare to find someone right now who doesn't think he committed suicide. Or who thinks he did commit suicide. Yeah. Because he clearly didn't. But, yeah, that's a lot of information. A lot of good stuff. It'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, Jillian yeah. Maxwell, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, honestly, I feel like we could have done a full episode about her. She's just as sick as him. Yeah. And it- I can't imagine being a female and being like sending young females in that's just a whole nother side of evil well and i think for her they you know again i'll go back to the netflix special where they're talking about her background and where she comes from she came from she came from money and connections and then her family lost a Mm. lot of their money okay most of their money and um then she meets jeffrey who offers this life who has lots of money but she had connections yeah. And he didn't, but he had the money. So they and just so, were this. Yeah, it was just like this toxic, messed up, yeah. like, situation. So I am going to go back, and I should have asked this earlier. Do we know how Epstein really made his money? Because um, he, or did he just, I mean, he had it, right? Like, I, I think he had it. Um, he made, I mean, he, he made good money, like, I, he was managing money for Leslie Wexner outside of just like mm-hmm. Bear Stearns. And when you're managing, you know, that much money. Um, yeah. I, he, I think he, you know, so he, and I think he was probably managing money for some of these other people as well. Okay. And he would, but I think he got a start from, it started at the school. Yeah. He went to Bear Stearns. He made all these connections. He got Leslie Wexner. You can start saying, oh, hey, I'm mon- managing money for one of the richest men in America. Yeah. And He's people are going to be like, out. right. And so, you know, when he, I think it's just, it was quality over quantity for him. So if he can manage portfolios for, a handful of billionaires like yeah. and he's taking a percent so yeah i think that that's i think he yeah. was legit not legitimately making his money like there's we could go down that oh. rabbit hole oh, of yeah. like the things that he was doing in that realm or you know he he had lawsuits filed against him or people mm-hmm. thought some of his stuff was like ponzi schemes yeah. and um but he i think he was making money it, it does seem extreme based on buying a hundred acre private island and yeah. Having a huge ranch in New Mexico. Having a huge chateau in France, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And he's got the giant townhouse in New York. A seven-story townhouse. Like, uh, can you imagine? No, that's insane. It's so insane. Um, and then we, I don't know, what's hmm. your th- you should do a bonus episode of, yeah. even on your, of the crazy shit that he has in that place. Ask me if that's what I'm doing after you leave. Are you- yeah, I yes! am. You knew it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so. Okay. So, guys, that will be coming out. I'll probably put that out Thursday so you can get a little mini bonus wow. this week. Wow, you read my mind. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> or um, did I tell you that I was doing I don't doing think. That? No, you didn't. Did I not? You did not. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a fun one. Okay. So, well, thank you for coming You're back welcome. again. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you. And thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you got your Epstein fix and... Yeah, just got some of this groundwork laid and loved Andy's conspiracy theory that this one really, I I agree with you. So I don't think it's too far off. But 
Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Don't forget to go rate and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram, Makeup Masking Murder. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye. This episode of Make a Masking and Murder was brought to you by me, your host, Abby Evans, with special thanks to our amazing production manager, Brad Newfeld. Our theme song and music are written by David Evanhoff, owner of David Evanhoff Sound Designs, with vocals by the amazing Emily Starr and David Evanhoff. Thank you to this amazing team and all of our wonderful guests. And don't forget to go rate and review on Apple Podcasts and visit us on Instagram at, at Make a Masking and Murder. And we will see you next week.